Hello and welcome back to Rebel Air, a Star Wars animated series fan cast. I'm your host, Greg. And I'm Kaki, and Greg has, has smooth-talked and tricked me into watching another episode of Star Wars Rebels against my better judgment. Still not doing the same face. feverish <laughs> afternoon, uh, locked, in a, locked in a tower, awaiting your own emancipation if we're talking the Rapunzel, if we're talking like the, the or Tangled, the, that version. Anyway, that would, that, yeah. my version of that metaphor got, got away from me here, much like this episode, because we're, <laughs> this is season three, episode eight, The One Can't Do Job, written by Gary Witta and directed by Mel Zwire. Gary Witta, we've heard that name before. Yeah, Gary Witta, who wrote Rogue One and the Antilles Extraction. Right. Ooh, I'm glad to see him trying his hand at, oh, I mean, it's more I mean, comedic, but it's yeah. actually this is a really interesting episode. It 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 is. It's got. I mean, it's it's like because the Intelligence Extraction was like very serious, very just like focused in. This is very much like, hey, we can just kind of be be loose and and just kind of like have fun with it. And so like he he gets to just kind of like go from like the very like extreme to the other very extreme. It's like that's great and. Yeah, 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 episode. showing it, off great versatility. It's a Hondo episode. Yeah. Is it the last one, though? I mean, okay. Uh, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the thing, because this is, this is important. Hondo and Asmorgan convinced the rebels to board an abandoned Imperial freighter above Waikanthu in exchange for a cache of proton bombs. Once aboard, the crew learned this is not the first time Hondo attempted to board the ship, but while unloading the loot, the crew awakens dormant Imperial sentry droid and must escape the ship without their treasure in order to survive. There is a reading of this episode, and I was getting more into that, that, that isn't comedic, mm -hmm. where the, the, the jokes, like there are jokes happening, but they're actually not pure fun, because this is an episode about realizing that your kooky uncle is actually oh no he's a racist <laughs> i mean no well, not on that scale of course but i mean yeah yeah i i, I get what you're saying here but i mean like but like it, it is just like it's a very very funny episode even though like it's it, it is lighthearted in tone even if like a lot of like the the like main thrust of it is is, is that that level it is still i mean because oh, yeah, hondo's, hondo's always charming hondo is always charming yes. like the the, the the bantering, the bickering between Hondo and Asmorgan is fantastic, and that was something that they like really took joy in. Was oh yeah, Asmorgan pairing seeing with Jim Asmorgan Cummings and James Hong just like play yes. off each other was just like I can only imagine just like sitting there and just kind of watching that and just like this is this is amazing. I I get to watch this now. This is great. <laughs> like in the recording booth. Well, yes, that that, that must have been an incredible privilege. But it's also, I mean, I was coming from this 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 loss of innocence. Because at the end of the episode, there's no one aboard who still loves Hondo. Yeah, I mean, it's, right? It's but, but he's disappointed, I, like, Ezra. He he has, but like even even at the end of it, like it 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 like Hondo does have his uses. He he can still like help them out with stuff. But it is just like it's just like it's that friend where we're like you know a little bit of them goes a very long way. Like you can, you can, I can, you know, just, just like, like I will spend time with you for like a weekend and that's great. I'm never going to talk to you again until like next year. But for that one weekend, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. fantastic. And we can just like, like just cram everything in and like, we're, we're, we're fine for a little while. And it's like, you, you, I mean, he also has like been very useful for, for the rebellion for as far as just like the, the stuff that they've done. And they, they got the proton bombs for, it's just, they, Okay, so I guess there was one person left over who still loves Hondo, and 
I'm podcasting with him. <laughs> Hondo is a galactic treasure, and I will not hear otherwise. But let's let's hey, go from speaking galactic. Speaking of hearing otherwise, well, let's check in with the bathroom reports to see yeah! what, what transitional what, material what, buddies. Yay! What horrible fates are befalling our our furry furry bothans? Oh. Cocky, it's Bothan Report time. We have Yay. a rarity. It is a very, very, very low death count. It is it is oh. the, the smallest death count I've seen in so long. We were so close, Cocky. We were this close to greatness. <laughs> but unfortunately, we have exactly one Bothan Report and the, everything else is Rebel <sighs> Intelligence. And that one, that one is the stickler. But, but I'm not oh, going to... No. Okay, okay, okay. It's, so it's we're okay, going to start with okay. some rebel so, intelligence. So let's let's start right off for a uh, script for Kelly. Hey, Kelly. So this rebel intelligence is the creative team derived the planet name Adelon from a scientific term. Specifically, an atoll is a circular reef that surrounds a lagoon. This name is quite fitting considering that there are coral formations on the planet's surface. <gasps> which, yes, oh. is exactly... That is awesome. Yeah, I know we, we, we talked so about like, that. So it's literally like, spelled A-T-O-L-L-O-N? Like, yeah, because it's it's just it's just a, because an, it's an atoll, atoll on. It's an atoll <sighs> on the planet, basically. Like, I mean... You know, that's a really short word to still not know exactly how to pronounce. And we're, we've tried like eight variations. Like an, an, an atoll, an atoll, an atoll, I've, an atoll. I, I was under the impression that it was, that it was an, an atoll. So... Okay, but 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 then again, I'm an American. We say we say aluminum. So like, we like, yeah, and that is correct. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Okay, wait. Because wait. yep, 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 yep. The fella, the chap who who isolated aluminum called it aluminum, in the face of like common sense and everybody. But we all did. We all did EMs. Why are you doing aluminum? I don't know. I just wanted. And hey, when you discover or isolate or invent something, you get to name it whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> And everybody has to deal up, deal with it, and I will defend that until the, 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 my bones crumble to dust because it might be us someday. So, so, so Greg, uh, it might be us. We might discover a planet. <laughs> what are you? What bullshit are you going to call your planet when you discover it? Because mine's gonna be weird. You know, you know me. You know me. I can't discover a planet and not call it Bob. You know me. <laughs> yes, you know this right. is how it's gonna happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I, I, I have a, I have a slight addendum just because it's related. It's it's very much related to exactly this because Pablo Hidalgo tweeted something about names. That I just thought you would really appreciate. That's just never. It's 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 rebel intelligence from Pablo. So, whoa, from the well, the, the from, from one of the, the, the many the puppet sources. master. Yes, yes exactly. Yes. Operating the the gestalt entity of Pablo so, Hidalgo. Bot. So, the Tibbities, your favorite himbos, they're called. Oh. The Tibbities, because basically when they're like breaking it down, they just draw down like the species name is like TBD. TBD. <laughs> <laughs> and they just couldn't think of a better name. It was like, yeah, Tibbity. As soon as you said, as soon as you inhaled, <laughs> this force vision revealed itself to me. <laughs> so the TBDs, I love it. I, I saw that and I was like, well, that has to go in the episode. That's too perfect. Not to, like. <laughs> thank you. Which, thank which, you, Parbo Hidalgo Bot. Well, well and, and, and thank you to Kelly because yes. we, we, we have we have the, the story from, from Kelly, the book of Kelly. 
I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is literally a, the Book of Kells is a significant like literary artifact from from Ireland. Well, well, this is not that because this is saying that Commander Sato decided to throw a shabby shabby party for his nephew's homecoming. In turn, he hired several Bothans to buy groceries. After securing oh. the bantha meat and vegetables, the Bothans <laughs> selected several melu runs for Captain Sandula. Unfortunately, the Bothans spotted Dark Two D Two's doppelganger. Furthermore, the droid was scouting for real activity. The Bothans hurried out of the droid's way, only to crash into the Meluron display, creating a cascade of falling fruits. Fortunately, the Meluron's knocked into Dr. Jujutsu's <laughs> doppelganger, temporarily deactivating the droid. After cleaning up the produce display, the Bothans arrived on Adelon with the shabu shabu ingredients. Whoa! Hey, did I did I miss something from our own lore? What's the Dark 2D2 doppelganger? Was I'm that? Not- sure myself either we're losing track of our own extended universe was that was that in one of the legends that our readers have sent in there uh, i not she said it with such confidence it it could be there's been so many it is hard to keep it in mind and then you have the fact that like i'm looking at stuff and i'm just like okay wait a second like is like because i was looking at shabu shabu and it's like is that like i don't know if that was like just a Star Wars thing, or if it's a real thing, and I just looked up, and it's an actual, it is like a Japanese dish. But also, oh, like, most m- most productions, just like, the, like, when it's like, oh, we need, like, alien-looking food, and they just go to, like, the Asian market, and it's like, that's our alien food. It's like, gee, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. I mean, yeah. Like, there's, there's that connection. <laughs> that's how they did it in Farscape. I mean, that was also filmed in, in, in Australia, so they would just send, a, okay, we need some alien-looking food. Okay, well, here's 40 Australian dollars. Uh, you go to a supermarket and f- just get anything that you don't recognize and isn't frozen. <laughs> this is anything. Just go. Well, yes, yeah, so, so Shabu Shabu is a hot pot dish with uh, thinly sliced meats and vegetables. Ooh, sounds good. Now, now I'm getting hungry. This isn't fair. Okay, okay. Well, well we, what we need is a large bag, and then we can go shopping. <laughs> well, let's let's move on because the next one we have is from Captain Hera. We had a submission from Captain Hera before, so this is the second one. But it's not rebel intelligence, rebel idiocy. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not a traditional move to invent new segments for a podcast that you write into, but I'll allow it. If the ghost crew is called the Boo Crew, is the Mantis Crew... And they are. ...the Bug oh. Crew. Ooh! Yeah. Courtesy of Kanan Jarrus, like the dad joke generator. Yeah. I like that. The Bug Babies. Oh, oh, oh. It, it continues because he and the rest of the crew, except for Sabine, who, like me, rolled her eyes at the joke, she's the only other member of the crew, begged me to send this in. Seemed like it would bring them joy and they deserve it after all they've been through. Just don't blame the pun on me. I had nothing to do with it. Spectre 2 out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my my moment of like embarrassment here is the fact that like i didn't i was like mantis crew i don't remember what the mantis crew is and then i looked up it's like oh what? it's it's fallen order i felt so stupid because like so much of my life now is related oh, to fallen order like that's right i was just sort of i was just sort of giggling and laughing along like yeah that was that was probably the name of whatever that ship was last week Kaki, you, know, you don't, but, but, but Kaki, you don't live in a in a place where you wake up every morning and you meant you say the name of <laughs> of a character from that because he's like headbutting you in the morning, just like human, wake up, wake up. <laughs> I do. Yes. I don't have as much of an excuse. But <laughs> yes, that's right. You live with your droid BD One. So rebel intelligence. So no Bothans died, but 
I think about 10 of mine and Sabine's brain cells, respectively, were brutally murdered when we heard this joke. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, we have our soul thank you, Captain Hera, report. by the way. Yes. Yes, yes. thank you, Hera. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We, so. we have our soul report from Evar Horsburtus uh. and his galactic jizz whalers. <laughs> Literally today, I got to tell my boyfriend about the musical style and what the musical stylists are called, and, and I made sure to say it with my with my sort of uh huh face. Yeah, absolutely, uh huh, uh huh, for definite. And I would not tell him whether it was true or whether I was pulling his leg. I still have the clip of you making me say that, like saved onto my phone to just like play it as I need to. <laughs> We were talking about like the the Star Trek squad. Oh yeah, we we got a, we got a Star Trek one. We made a mistake Whoa. here. We we're talking Whoa, about the Star no, Trek squad of Red Squad. Red ah, S- yes, the cadets at uh, Starfleet Academy who are sort of stunt pilots. Uh, yes. Featured in an episode where there was, you know, there was, there was well, it was not okay. Well, but you're 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 following up on the, exactly what's what's going to happen because Red Squad from Trek uh-huh. is totally a valid comparison. But Nick Lucarno, Robin McNeil's character, wasn't in it. Red Squad was from DS Nine with Jake and Ezra. <gasps> you're right. Wait, with Jake, Jake Ezra, with Jake playing Ezra and Sabine and Nog playing most of Mars role, Lucarno was from yes, Next Generation right. and was part of a different group of hotshot cadets, Nova Squadron. Nova Squadron. Yes. Okay. Very good. Very good. Yep. No, I've got to take that one on the chest. Yes. Red Squad is, of course, like the hotshot pilots who I think wind up captaining a Defiant class vessel. Yes. It is another Defiant class bus. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Just, just reuse the sets. That's that's how TV shows work. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we built them. So only one Bothan died for this. This is, we were so close. We were so close <laughs> to having a, a good record, but... This one Bothan went looking for fire suppression systems on the inrider and correctly set up the red and white hazard tape. But since the correct marking for a physical hazard would have been yellow and black, he walked out of the airlock. What? <laughs> well, that's that is the distinguisher between the the red and black and and a uh, well. Okay, that wait. No, it's not. Kind of. We know what the yellow and black is at least. It's a physical hazard. I I made I made too much yes. of, a, of a jump there. I mean, you shouldn't have, you know, multiple sort of symbols of the same pattern with just different color variations because not everybody sees all colors, right? I mean, I didn't understand a Simpsons joke about inflammable not meaning, like, not flammable, but uh, here we are. And that's how I learned that infl- inflammable means, like, it does not mean, like, it can't be, like, caught on fire. So here, here we are. <laughs> the Simpsons teaches me things. Oh, we, look, he's look. infamous. Oh, wow. The infamous El Guapo. Okay, okay. The last one we have today is from the Palperiodic Table of Elements. (laughs) Mr. Mendeleev's Revenge. Zach returns to us after his periodic triumph in the last (laughs) modern report. Wow. Oh, oh, and I think I may have caught him on something, too. So we're we're, going to get on that. So... Just want to make this explicit, as this is not Star Discussions. Kanan is very good at finding the life in the void of space using his feelings and very expertly snuffing that life out using the turrets. Each and every pilot he kills <laughs> were people who had a life and families and who knows maybe they were like Wedge and they were waiting for the right moments to defect. I guess it all boils down to the philosophy of war, 
when you are under a fascist regime with no means of protest and the only way to get your voices heard is violent revolution, how far will you go to protect your loved ones? Katie knows he will do what he must to protect his bae and her droid and his friends and his apprentice and also Sabine. (laughs) (laughs) That was harsh. What the hell? (laughs) Zach, like... This is like some some nihilistic like stuff here. Like, I mean, like, you're, yeah, you're, you're not wrong, but like, Kenny just been like, oh yes, that's where the life is. I will now snuff it out. I can sense where this life is, and just now it is no longer there. <laughs> it is. I mean, that is kind of you. Kind of got to sort of squint at those scenes, and just because yeah. once someone. Yeah. Once an unnamed character steps into a Tie Fighter, they become the Tie Fighter. It's like an asshole driver. In traffic, you know, a person in a car didn't cut me off. A, a red death yaris cut me off. <laughs> they become the right. Yes. Well. Well. As I said, we only had the one Both report, so zero Bothans died for this. I haven't Damn. yet come up with my last Fortnite-style pout message, so until I do, Bothans <laughs> won't die. But. Whoa. But here's the thing, though, cocky. I've actually been depriving you of something that I didn't re- that I realized I should have I shouldn't have been been like uh, removing from this because Zach has been ca- coming up with his own episode titles for the longest time. <laughs> and what finally caught me on that I had to mention this is the fact that 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 this episode title is of course he has is I've got Vader in my basement, which I can't think of how that de- de- it interacts with the ep- with the episode at all. So I, I'm convinced he's now going to try and do something in the episodes. And so now I'm trying to just, like, call him on in advance because, like, this does not match. Because I, I wrote them down. So we have we, we have stuff like Concord Dawn 2, Electric Boogaloo, Joins God Wild. Is it pronounced Twi'lek or Twi'lek? Satine got a wedgie. Holocron's gone wild. <laughs> Bendu like Beckham. <laughs> Darksabers and Droids Uprisings. Vader and Ahsoka take over Rebels. Spiders everywhere. <laughs> Droids gone wild because Zach just got lazy and reused the same thing. <laughs> Chopper sits force shit out. The obvious reference in the title ones. Meet the parents. Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. Yeah. Rise of the Mandalore. A redacted on Lothal. Binlader, binary load lifter set. Three Jedi and a baby. You'll like this one. Admiral Jeremy gently stroking Callus's mutton chops. Oh, <laughs> B-Wing movie. <laughs> Two are the loneliest number when the Sith don't make friends. The Empire strikes ineffectively. Super bombad clones. Attack yes! of the Vader. Jedi beacon because Zach just couldn't think of anything apparently. <laughs> No, this is like and 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 Zeb's gift. <laughs> oh, oh we, we've we've got, we've got three more. What you talking about, Wolof? <laughs> oh, oh, that was good. Which is that really was good. Really, really, really good. I've been going back, going back, and going through these. It's like okay, I have to, I have to just move forward and naming these because they're oh. so good. And he has not been getting the the satisfaction. Into the Spinerverse because Brent Spiner was in that episode. <laughs> yes. And and the very first one from the birth of the Bothan Report, the Lando one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God, Zach. Zach, 
if you're trying to do wanna... something with the episode titles, like I'm on to you. But at the same time, now I have to read them because these are really good, and I was not giving that satisfaction. So, how could you do this? These are gold. Because when it was the Lando one, I just kind of was like, I'm not gonna read. Like I just, yeah. And it's also like naming last week's episode. But that's where all the bother reports are becoming. We're just naming everything again. We're just doing a retelling that's of true. like. Which, so, you know what? You know what? We're just going to lean into it and we're just going to let Zach win because he's already won so many times. <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. This is, I wonder if Leia ever had one of those protocols. You know, if they make this move, then they've kind of, I mean, I thought I was going to make a joke and I actually really depressed myself. Because, <laughs> because I have a, huh. Um... <laughs> On that note of Kaki just depressing himself, let's let's just uh, roll back into the episode. <laughs> yeah, let's see if that cheers me up. Yeah. So the episode begins with Hondo's a shuttle that he stole in the premiere flying in formation with the ghost, and he painted his shuttle. It's so that's where yeah, it's got a cool paint job. It's got these uh, red stripes, I guess, to make it go faster. Uh, it has some it has some uh, cargo containers on the bottom side of it as well so it's just yes it looks like Santa's sleigh with a bunch of <laughs> packages strapped to the back of it or or thron's uh, thron's sleigh oh very good yes oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, as soon as i saw ezra in front asking everybody to keep an open mind i knew it was going to be hondo yeah, I mean, even like the music is like very like, kind of like lighthearted. Like it's it. This is just kind of like happy. Like we're about to have an adventure music, and I am ready yes. for it. Like I'm ready for ridiculous high stuff because that's what this episode is. Because Hondo has a a mark for them, which is the <laughs> yeah. the long way around of what the scene is. But it just keeps going because yeah. Keep an open mind about it. Oh, it's Hondo. Oh, don't worry. It's, it's just Hondo. Oh, no. Hondo has a new business partner. Have you recruited these two-bit smugglers yet? We need to get moving. As Morgan. The, uh, the sort of inflated, like, what, what sort of species is he? he because he's, he's coded as fat, but he doesn't, the, the physics don't actually jiggle as if his his body is is heavy it he's he's more of a sort of inflatable like one of those skippy balls right that's maybe uh, let a bit of the air out but it's still got some bounce to it i'm really intrigued by like are these helium bladders or something that's providing buoyancy because he, he later on he makes quite a significant fall with no problems then again cartoon physics maybe so as morgan is a jeblogian the only appearance that I can see in is is this and then in one of the Thrawn books. So he's not like this is this is the only one we've seen depicted in a, as far as any visual medium. Right. Oh, the, the, uh, there, no. there is also there is also just a really fan. I mean, there's so many great lines in here that it, like I, I don't think we can we can pick on pick out like every single one of them. This sight gags, too. Come on. When have I asked you to trust me and it hasn't worked out? Like half the time. <laughs> As Morrigan standing behind Hondo, picking his ear, looking at his finger in disgust, and wiping it off on the door. Like wiping it <laughs> on the door, and then just like on his like pants and everything. It's like he's so gross. Like it's it's. Uh... 
We get a quick reminder of Asmorgan and his previous uh, shenanigans. Hera says, that's Slimo Calrissian. Slimo. Oh, nice slang there. Stop trying to make Slimo happen. Uh, Sold <laughs> yeah. me to him. And Asmorgan goes, I technically still own you. And just this death stare. <laughs> Hera, just, I expected lightning to come out of her eyes. Hera being the late, uh, latent Sith Lord. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. yes. And then everybody <gasps> And then Kanan goes, Shh, you didn't see anything. Shh. Didn't see anything. <laughs> oh, makes no. so many puns here. Or, or, like, like bad jokes are just don't like, be, like, just don't uh, be blind to this great opportunity. Oh, sorry. I knew you'd see things my way. Ah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, begrudgingly, they, they do, they do agree to it. It's like, oh, I mean, fine. Like, let's, let's go ahead and do it. But, based on the promise that this cargo contains something that the uh, uh, Rebellion needs, because Ezra has told Hondo that they need proton bombs. And Ezra gives this little laugh for, ha ha, you have yes, major I, reach I, of security there. <laughs> I, I just I gave away that, one of our greatest deficiencies. <laughs> I, I do have that note in there that Ezra's giggle there is, is it's honestly pretty adorable. It's like that, just like <laughs> really the nervous little like... <laughs> This hallway shot that like just keeps going back and forth, like it keeps morphing, like as it's like they just get like steady, angrier and angrier with with like the whole situation and blaming it all on Ezra. So it's just like a tableau. The next thing that we we move into when they're in the cockpit is the planning of the heist, and that is exactly what this is because this the one can't job. It's a caper, yeah. it's an obvious homage to the Italian job, and it's better than the working title that they had before, because the whole crux of this is we're trying to steal cargo from an Imperial ship that's like right right around like an ion storm or just some just really Oh yeah, it's stuck in a maelstrom that's being sucked into the Beautiful, depths. beautiful. But gorgeous because of how it's spinning. Uh-huh. The crew was referred to it as the Commodia job. Because oh. of, or or pirates of the Commodia system because the that's okay. and and my favorite part about this my favorite part about this is that like so this is this is on starwars.com where they like they, they say it they're just like, just like yeah yeah that's what it was that's what it was absolutely like the fact that they're just like literally those words yeah bitches that's what it was called like probably just like yeah you know you know how we be <laughs> good, like the the Coriolis or the big suck. The big suck is even it's it's a thing, isn't it? Like there's a I think there's a book or a movie or some shit. And because the Italian job has a chase sequence. That's the thing about the Italian job, plus all the other like fun gags. We're already supposed to blow the bloody doors off. So I okay. So so trying to remember from the original, not the like 2001 remake. Yeah, the, the remake that felt like it was sponsored by Mini Cooper with the rebrand well, of the it yeah. really did feel like it was sponsored by. I'm sure yeah, they probably did but, give a lot of money, but but was the was that the one that were, were ended with like the loot on a bus that was like careening off the side of the like they're like trying to balance it? Was that that one or was that a different heist movie? There's a lot of uh, heist movies I, around that era. Yes, that's true. I don't know for sure. I mean, I I just know like the chase sequence with the minis over the yes. the, the Roman pavements. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Which just 
absolutely fantastic. Okay, sorry. And there's, this no, is, this and there's is, no chase. No, but it's relevant because I was like waiting for a chase sequence with, with cool. And I was like, oh, there's no vehicles. There's, what are we going to do? Are they actually going to like drive cars through the holes of this Imperial? No. It's just because it's a caper. And the closer we get is like the running away from the Imperial Sentry droids. Uh, right. But, but the Italian job conversation was appreciated by, I know exactly one person at the very least, which is Zach, because that is like right up his alley <laughs> as Aww. far as like those kind of movies so <laughs> so the uh, target of this heist is a completely unattended undefended class 4 cargo transport which apparently we saw in the premiere of season 3 as well so I got really excited it's that like half a tetrahedron yeah and it, it was it was at the tail end of season two not three but, but but oh very good yeah yeah i mean yeah but the way that hondo is telling it like you should really should key us in uh or they should it should have keyed me in really quickly because hondo is weaving this whole like tale about like this like mythic freighter the planet wincatu as i happened to pass it on my travels I detected an imperial freighter adrift in the upper atmosphere that was really just like yeah i, I like disabled it like a month ago or something like that it's like yes and the <laughs> fact that nobody in that everybody in that room is sort of questioning him but nobody is thinking about okay if he's saying this then what actually happened what could actually have, have, have resulted in that nobody's thinking ahead which god it frustrated me even, it frustrated me so much even ap5 didn't think ahead now that i think about it because they they didn't bring ap5 in to help with some yes. of the the logistics of it because he's he uh was on one of these before so like yeah and i i got really frustrated why is ezra so pro hondo why is he not being sensitive to what people around to the math the people around him are are are, are, are trying to press on him. So do do you want my supposition, or do you want me to say what yes, the, what, actually, what the, yeah. or, or do you want me to say like what the what the creators actually thought about this? Because I both. They, they, Come on, you can't. Okay, you well, choose that. I mean, for Ezra, it's it's just like okay, like he does kind of think that that Hondo is his friend, and like when when Hondo like left him before Ezra just kind of like had that like smile on his face and like oh yeah, you're running off with your with your Ugnaughts. I like you know yeah, that's like just part of your charm, or whatever. And, yeah. and and this time it's just like, oh yeah, no, like it totally works out for us. It's very like short-sighted and narrow thinking because it's just like, yeah, but he's he's done right by us, kind of. Some of the time. Like, like if you yeah. look at it in a certain way, like he's done right by us. And it's like, if you ignore a lot of things, yeah. That, that's kind of like how, how, how I'm at is just like that, that short-sighted, just right, like he's my right. friend, I don't want to do it. But like the creative team for this, as, as they were talking about it, was just that like Ezra's willingness to see goodness in people is absolutely a strength and we've seen it be a strength here but it can be a mm. weakness and it can be yes. a blind spot for him he's just kind of convinced himself like hondo's gonna do the right thing like when it comes down to it hondo's gonna do the right thing when it comes down to it and yeah no i get that yeah. i get that i think there's also a bit of pride there mm -hmm. that he doesn't need as much now as he did before that he felt a sense of inadequacy toward the rest of the crew that he didn't have as much to bring but i, I have this cool pirate friend that's a valuable resource that i can that i can add it's yeah, not and, and, as and relevant we, anymore i would think that the part of it could it is also just the difficulty to admit when when you're at fault is and and like by transit yeah. property when han is at fault as at, at fault because as is the one that like is keeps sticking up for him and keeps believing in him when yep. Hondo like doesn't really earn it, and as much as like I love Hondo in Clone Wars, like he doesn't exactly earn that reputation, even when he's being like, yeah, that's, that's, that's just not who he is. Hondo is Hondo's a pirate. Hondo's gonna look out for Hondo. 
Hondo gonna Hondo. And it's Hera who therefore places Zeb in charge. Over Ezra's frustrations. I thought you trusted me. Oh, I do. Just not when Hondo's around. Every time we work with him, we come out on top. And that's why we're doing this. With Zeb in charge. Yeah, he's got a blind spot there. And speaking of blind spot, I'm doing it now. Kanan. <laughs> uh, no, that was nothing. Uh, but Kanan says, I see what you do to Hera. I see what you're doing. But he's got to find out for himself that that Hondo's not the friend he thinks he is. And that's that's excellent. That's something that yeah. Kanan's learned. That's how... That's how people learn things best. I mean, that's that's what happens because, like, this whole episode, like, we're, we're we're moving through, we're kind of like bridging through a lot of this stuff, but like, it's 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 kind of airy, but it's it's airy, but it's fun. I don't want to. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But throughout this, like, like like Ezra is just being very just grumpy and frustrated and just kind of like uh, standoffish, really, as far as just like like Zeb being in charge and he he he's like lording over like all the problems over Zeb. And it's not yeah. until Ezra sees that, like, how little Hondo actually cares that he finally is just like, ah, damn and it. It's this, it's this beautiful symmetry. Mm-hmm. Because throughout this episode, Hondo is fun to be around until you need him and then he's not there. Yeah. In parallel, you have Ezra and, and Zeb really griping at each other, really honestly disliking one another. But in the end, when they need each other, you know Zeb's got your back. You know Ezra's got your back. You don't even have to think about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, right? it, and that those those are those are two very pronounced parallels. I thought it was really elegantly written. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's it's also just like the. I mean, not not everyone is is good in a crisis. I don't know that I would be very good in a crisis. So like, I don't know that I. Oh could yeah, be, God. Like, but, but I mean, like, maybe I could be. I don't know. I haven't been in that situation. And hopefully I won't with without, like, someone that, like, can help. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> yes. I, I, I don't know how to, I, say, I, like, I, knock on wood or, like, I don't, I, like, okay, okay. But. No, just standing still and yelling help is is not a bad idea. I mean, actually, no, this this is, like, Greg psychology, Greg psychology class, like, tips, number like, number one. <laughs> If you're ever in a situation where so we're like, oh, someone called 911, don't think that someone else is going to do it. Just call. I don't care if there's more than one people calling. Just call it because there's the people there's don't really call no problem. if there's a crowd. Yes. Just, yes. Yes. Don't ever there's assume really no... someone else will do it. Yep. Sorry. Gosh. Rant over. <laughs> Wait, why is this psychology? Why isn't this, what is this like? Uh, bystander effect. That's why. <laughs> bystander effect. Okay, cool. That's not a problem that anyone in, in Star Wars has ever had, though. <laughs> Everyone's either off screen or they're super involved. Blew your mind, didn't I? <laughs> I mean, but it's also just like, hey, it's true you, of all hey, Hollywood. You, I know you're, you're an extra. Let's just like, just, you need to uh, uh, stand like stand or make it look like you're doing something. It's like, here's a crate. Look busy. I'm at a bar. Yeah, you need to look like you're at a bar. Here's a crate. Look busy. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> Do here's, a good job. Maybe next time you get a clipboard. And here's the, here's like the sound of a uh, flushing in space, which is just really really high powered winds. Oh, and don't be on there when it goes down because if you do, the maelstrom's gonna just tear you apart and and just rip that piece that ship to shreds and you'll all be killed. No yeah. pressure. And and AP five <laughs> is sitting there saying just like estimating chance of mission success at thirty eight point five percent. Thirty eight point five percent. This is your plan. I have factored that in. Without me, your chances are almost zero. (laughs) (laughs) 
Maelstrom is an interesting word. I don't know if this is the, the, the actual etymology, but if I read it in Dutch, Maelstrom, Strom is a current, and Maal comes from the verb for to grind, like grinding corn. So a current so powerful that it'll grind you down. Or that it'll grind your corn, yes. Well, yeah, I mean, you can pour <laughs> corn into a maelstrom, you'll get a porridge. I mean, that's not bad. <laughs> what is a little bad here is the fact that they're they're in, like, the cargo hold of the of the ship. They're, like, Zeb and Ezra are still kind of arguing and, and just like, you have a problem with me being in charge. You'll have to take it up with Hera after the mission. Yes, sir. Captain Aurelius, sir. And then we have the fact that, like, Hondo's there, and Hondo's, like, just being Hondo. And then... Stop! Wait for me, huh? Because he has a manifest. It's his... Which he just showed during the PowerPoint on the... <laughs> Everyone saw it. Which which is also just like, what good does the manifest do, like, after it's been, like, jostled around? Like, like unless it's, like, it, like if, if things got moved during transit, which probably, like, it yeah. may not be where it was... Especially after well, you attacked crate labels. It. Crate labels. Yeah, but like this is an enormous like thing. Like you, yeah. you need to have like a good system to to know where stuff is. That's how shipyards like exist. Is very very detailed. Like manifests. Yeah, yeah. yeah man- and it, it, it's everything. Yeah. And but okay, so he he seeks to secure his investment because falls oh, down yes. a ladder. Oh, God, yes. Because, oh, look, he's he's so roly-poly and... and, and okay, whatever. He can take quite a hit. I mean, Hondo calls him my frail friend, but he just fell three stories onto, onto his back and he's fine. Still not wiped his chin, though. Because apparently aboard there is also treasure that or, or as as uh, hondo sort of blows it off well there is also some cargo you would not be interested in uh, you know there is some um, precious metals rare artifacts which is untold that sort of thing yeah, it's, oh, or, or is any, oh, I mean, we're we're spinning this like we're spinning this, aren't we? And Hondo just like bursts out laughing. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, that's 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 so cute. That's so cute. Like, you get the bombs, we get the treasure. What that sort of negotiation like is this? That's not a fair trade, <laughs> right? Okay, well, whatever. It's time to get high. I I also want to make it very clear to, 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 any, to anybody. As if I didn't love this episode, I totally did love this episode. I'm just having fun griping about this a little bit. I guess I'm particularly sensitive because I just watched Con Air for the first time <laughs> ever. And I don't know if there's an antithesis of professionalism, but whatever that is, that is what people with jobs have there. Where the DEA just has attack helicopters where they can just shoot shoot planes out of the but, sky over, but- over civilian airspace. But 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 on the other hand, you have Nicholas Cage's like ridiculous <laughs> hair. <laughs> I can only imagine that they they heard Nicholas Cage doing an Alabama accent and went, "Ooh, no, we're going to need something to distract from that." Uh, get a wig, <laughs> guys. Get a wig. Otherwise, they'll just be talking about his his accent. Well, the, I'm sure the, he does a fine job. The thing that I want to talk about here is is the fact that like when they're boarding. We have the circular hatch, which is the same like shape yes. hatch that Lando like goes up through in the Falcon. The four which is, petal hatch, which is like like even as a kid, I just remember just like I would reenact like that thing because I just love that stupid hatch thing. It's just a hatch. No, but it's, it's great. So cool. <laughs> 
The best thing about that hatch is that it has, it has, hey, it has two, right? It has two uh, uh, enclosures, right? Mm-hmm. It's a proper airlock. Yeah. But they're yeah. 50 centimeters apart. You can't, you can't, you can't enter the airlock, close it behind you. It would cut you in half. I would imagine it would be a redundancy thing. So if one seal were to fail, you'd have another a secondary seal. That's what I would Fine, imagine. Fine, spoiling I'm- my fun. <laughs> we drop down and it's dark and they're, they're holding up little little like flashlights. Little lights. pen lights. It's, yeah, yeah. And and like, like you, you see just like a, a little flash of movement and ooh. I I it's it's amazing how quickly I can forget things in my notes because I knew full well that Melch was going to show up because like it, I have, I have like, I, 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 you know, I did my research, everything. Yes. But, but I completely when you forgot that they decided to play it up as if it was like the derelict ship with the second or the, the station. Yes. With the spider queen. Yes. Yes. And instead because once it's, you're, it's, once it's you're, Ugnot the face, the other, uh, the facial tattoo Ugnot. <laughs> yeah. Mike Tyson, the Ugnot, the Hondettes. Oh, yes. I was so excited that the, that that all those Hondettes came back to bite him. And, Still and with the helmet, with like with Hondo's little oh, pirate gang does he have logo. Like a, yeah, it, it's it's oh. Hondo's like pirate gang insignia, <laughs> which it looks like it's always looked to me without ever having looked it up. And I still haven't looked it up. It's always looked to me like it's a rancor, like it's like a rancor's face. It's always oh, how cool. it's kind of like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. red to me at the very least. So, with Melch having shown up after a bit of a, a jump scare, jumping on Hondo's chest and just like pounding at him ineffectually. <laughs> I know it's kind of adorable, but also, what happened to the rest of the Hondettes? Very good question. And Hondo just kind of glances over that entirely when he's saying, "What really happened here?" Which, which is that he attacked this transport with his uh, his pirate crew, which is what landed it in the maelstrom. But then he didn't have the ability to board it and seize the treasures a- aboard. Oh, yes. This reminds me of an earlier bit that we missed. When Hera was uh, reviewing this plan in the cockpit of the ghost, she asked him, okay, well, why why wouldn't the Empire or you go and retrieve it? Because we have something in our favor that the Empire does not. For we... Oh, desperate! Okay, strong argument. Love Hondo so much. Okay, yes. So, yep, you're still that one that holds on to the 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 purity of his heart. So, so I did have a less than great thought about like what possibly could have happened to the other Ugnots. Huh. How long do you think that Melch was uh, on this? Oh no! I, I yes, I'm, oh, I'm no. insinuating. I'm insinuating uh, cannibalism there. Because well, like, how long were you on here, Melch, for you to like still be okay and not like starving and dying of dehydration and there? But for the grace of God, go we. Like I, whenever I get on a plane, I sort of think about. That Steven Spielberg movie, Alive and If We Crash, and just this realization that as soon as the last Kit Kat wrapper hits the floor, I will be diving on whoever has the juiciest shank. Okay, is is this... Is, I is just this, get super snacky, man. Is this the part where I actually mentioned that I did watch like a good like hour and a half long YouTube video about that? And it was actually like, oh, this is very different than what I thought it was. It's it's actually like... Oh? Not to get like too far into it, but it, like, it, it was almost just like... 
almost uh, ritualistic thing of just like we're you're dying and you like eating you will help us survive and still like as a whole it was a fascinating fascinating also like heartbreaking and a little disgusting what a fun podcast we're doing <laughs> what <did> you, what? <laughs> i was sort of with you and then you went ritualistic <laughs> like whoa it, it, where'd it you go really really was though i mean like it was yeah yeah uh, no uh, it, I, I, you're, it, you're still doing it though it's been a while since i've seen it so i can't so i can't think of it and i really don't want to like <laughs> i'm so sorry and, for everyone and yet this is an emotional maelstrom that's sucking the rest of us down into it okay just grinding the corn of our of my, my my no because if we had that my topic into porridge no that's what happened that's what happened we've talked about before this spaceship sort of looks like a grain funnel there are going to be there's going to be provender aboard that's what they got into I still don't know what happened to the other Hondettes. Maybe there were some remaining uh, escape pods and they and they left Melch behind because he was too cool. No, he stayed behind heroically. There we go. That's my tie-in. <laughs> we do cut back to, to Hera just kind of saying, it's like, what's taking out? Like, you guys have to hurry. We're on the clock here. I can't hold this forever because the wind is, is really, really whipping by. Yep. Zeb sends Chopper off to, to go and, and, like, turn on power. They get Ezra the, questions the the wisdom of splitting up. Is that which, a good idea? I, I mean, to his credit, the last time they split up on a derelict ship or station or whatever, don't bother to report me again on this. They did. Um, <laughs> There's no double jeopardy. They, like bad things did happen the last time that they split up on this, and like that is like how a lot of this stuff happens. It's like, this is the exact same. Yes. But, but I mean, Zeb says it's a good order. I mean, he's not wrong. You do have to have power for you to be, be able to do this. Like, you do have to turn on the power to do this. And Chop does help, like, with stabilizing to keep it flying a little bit longer. But also, like, hey, buddy system works. Like, yeah. Chop needs a buddy. Yes. And you have plenty of plenty of people to... I can, I can sort of understand that they don't want... It's, it's sort of a goat wolf cabbage situation like who do you send right do you send ezra with chop well then there's only zeb and there's hondo and asmore gonna now also melch for him to for him to deal with okay i mean so you don't want you don't want one boo with 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 one oh what are the pirates called i think they're all hondettes if you're with hondo you're a hondette uh i mean as more as morgan's just his own thing as Morgan's absolutely it's just like his own thing. Yes, yes. And, and what about the Ugnots? They're part of it. David S. Come Pumpkins reference for the homies. So they're at the cargo door, and Chop's turning on the power, and and Ezra's like, "Oh no, I got this!" Because Zeb's trying to like just force it open with his hands. Ezra starts cutting a hole in. The second that he cuts the the, the, the like nicely done oval out, the door open like it falls out, and the door opens. <laughs> It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And if that was the only use for that gag, it would have been perfect. But it's even better when it comes back. But before we get there, uh, so they enter what turns out to be, I mean, it looks to me like a fairly small cargo hold for such a huge, huge ship with so many, many containers. But this is just the sort of hangar bay. Because mm -hmm. when you see the back of that ship, there are several containers missing, which is apparently where they just made a, a, a hangar bay for, for unloading. 
pretty effective. Yeah, I mean, because you still can access a lot of like these containers, especially like if they if they have like uh, top and and bottom hatches. Because exactly, and uh, so apparently. This is just like like a little a fun little thing where like I got to learn stuff again, and I always like uh, realizing that I miss stuff in in Clone Wars or stuff like that because apparently somewhere in like this cargo and treasure that they found is mm-hmm. actually it's basically the it, it is it is the Twi'lek Ark of the Covenant from Indiana Jones. What? The, they they made it for a, a, just as a background gag for a Clone Wars episode in in the Ryloth Ark in season one. And it's it is here too, and it's it's I mean it's basically like the exact same thing, except in place of like the angel wings on the top. Where, for, like this is this is the Raiders of the Lost Ark, Ark of the Covenant, mind right, you. Yes, yeah. Like just 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 to be clear, it's so, like in place of, like the angel wings on the top of on the top of that arc. It's actually like the Twilight's like Leku, Leku! Like, sticking straight oh! out. I will I will send you a picture of this asset because it's stupid and I love it so much. That's it's fantastic, glorious, it's fantastic. And I mean, they open the door, and the well, the door falls down, and then opens, and <laughs> and and as Morgan and Hondo are just like sitting there, just drooling, and, and oh yes, steeping their Morgan, fingers. I think, literally, <laughs> well, he never stopped. And the booze, they see some poorly stacked proton bombs, just some loose bombs, guys, crates, anyone. Just you've, a bungee. You, you've you've heard of uh, you've heard Elf of, on a shelf. You, what about you've heard of you've then, heard of loose lip sync ships? What about uh, loose proton bombs? Just decimate an entire yeah. system. Jeez. Uh, yes. Jeez. Now at least the doors are closed, which is a problem that Zeb solves. He uh, he yells to everyone it's about to get heckin' windy, as they say. Uh, the doors open, and uh, I mean, it's it's pretty handy that they have breathable atmosphere in this uh, chaotic su- superstorm. And there's the ghost, uh, a testament to Hera's abilities as a pilot, holding station just behind them. The magnetic, what's it called? The they, I think Mount they called it the, the the mag lines. Oh, oh yeah, the the mag lift isn't working, so they're not they're not able to just it's it's too choppy for them to be able to use like the magnetic stuff that they were doing before. So they instead yeah. use uh, hoist. That's the word. Hoist. Yeah, yeah. Just... And and they they shoot off like zip lines for cargo, yes. basically, which is very convenient. They I have love it. That. This must be a fairly normal way to transport them because there's the two magnetic zip line cannons. Which Zeb fires somehow in in synchrony, mag locking on either side of the docking door. Cable secured. Good shot. I loved this professionalism. I was I was actually really worried that this episode was going to be about Zeb like Zeb being confronted with his own hubris, which I think we've seen before. But I. Mm. That didn't feel right for this it, episode. I mean, it, it, and, Zeb was a captain of 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 the honor guard, and and I mean, right? Uh, okay, there's there's like all kinds of things. I mean, it could be like a, a a political appointment kind of a thing of just like oh, like some like if like his if a parent was was like some high ranking thing, like like right. I don't, like like we really don't know, but just like if if we're just if but like having that kind of rank, have that kind of professionalism, like like it's it's I mean. He goofs off and he like takes joy in what he does, but he's not, he's never been like, I mean, he's not a child. 
Like he's, he's yeah. not, he, he doesn't like need it's to not learn his like first these. Rodeo. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so someone like for, for, for Zeb, like it, it, it would feel just out of place because like he's, he's never shown himself to be anything other than like just capable at like completing a mission or at least like focusing on a mission. Yes. Improvisation hasn't been a strong suit of his. It's something that he had to actually the last time that they boarded a spaceship slash station. It was Zeb who had to improvise. No, I'm not being mean. I'm not no, being. No, no, but it was it was Zeb who had to like. Yeah, yeah. I just I I I forgot about I forgot that about that about Zeb's Commander Maylou run and parking the the <laughs> parking so the Phantom with, on the roof. Yeah, yeah. Also with magnets. He's playing the hits. I mean, he's he's playing to his strengths. Good job, Zeb. Because this this winch system has like anti grav magnets, or there's these anti grav sort of. It's a handheld like magnetic sucker that you can attach to something, and then it becomes weightless, and you can just carry it over. Which yeah, is extremely it, convenient. We just see like like Ezra pushing it over like with no with no issue. I mean, like they, so there is like the the some like repulsor hover lift, uh, yeah, a, a yeah. kind of a thing to, to like to like help out. But then like even even I was just like, how is that working with like Sabine like pulling it up the ramp just because like that's added added an angle and like you only have like one tiny little grasp on like this enormous thing i was like that's a lot like that's what i'm saying it yeah. it, it must like relativistically alter the, the 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 mass of whatever it's attached to rendering it almost massless because yeah otherwise how could you how could you hold all those proton bombs with your arms outstretched and and the anyway on the the opposite end of massless. Hey, where's as Morgan? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Honno goes. Oh, I wouldn't worry about that. Well, now I'm worried. Yeah, now now that that is definitely a, a, a cause for concern. So Ezra does offer like, oh, I'll go and look for him. And Zeb's saying like, no, 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 I'm going to go and look for him. You stay here and keep loading. And prioritize the bombs first. Because yes. Ezra was already off helping Hondo, and Zeb called him back to task. Nope, bombs first, then Hondo's treasure. Treasure. Which, like, just in general, yeah, I would want to get the highly volatile stuff before I worry about anything else. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't want that near me. I also would probably want more than just Sabine in the hangar bay receiving those bombs. Then again, we don't see Kanan, so maybe he's uh, yeah, maybe he's helping yeah. to uh, uh, to stow those and, and, and secure them. I really liked Zeb's uh, sort of competence of command, mm. especially like the, the 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 confidence with which he assigned these tasks, clearly having thought them through mm -hmm. and not second guessing himself. Like that was that was a really good job. Also, the fact that he went after uh, As Morrigan uh, and left Ezra to to load the bombs, like that's how he figured he would have the best yeah he and, would best be able to succeed at this mission yeah yeah and i mean like, like and the fact that he got gets ambushed like we really can't hold that against him no this is also an interesting one the calls that he makes turn out not to be good because his call was to uh, uh, turn uh, like activate the power to the uh, the hangar bay instead of letting ezra cut through the door and that activated this sentry droid it turns out something that ap5 knew but failed to mention yeah, I mean, I mean, like, but so, I mean, like, for, from Zeb's point of view, to his defense, like, it, it, he wasn't given that that information. No, exactly. But and, both of these are true at the same time, yeah, right? Yeah, it's his call to make with the information that he had. 
it was a reasonable call to make, but it had bad outcome, and that is also something you're responsible for as a commander. It doesn't mean that you're then automatically disqualified from, from command, but it is something to take into account. I like that we can have someone who is both competent at his job, who makes decisions that turn out to be bad, but it's still part of his, right? That's that's part of being in charge. Some of your decisions turn out to be bad. Yeah, yeah. And and I mean, he, he reacts to it as best as he can, which is, I mean, mm-hmm. he does try, I mean, immediately come for, for, for help once he once he comes to in, in Imperial as, prison. As Morgan says, we're in jail, you idiot. Because it's not long before Ezra realizes that, that, that something's going, going wrong and Melch and Hondo are still... Just focusing on one crate. That's like all they've been doing is just I focusing on like the it's one the, crate. This one crate seems to it seems to be all they're thinking about. It's 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 kind of crazy. Even even after like as Morrigan and Hondo play tug of war with this crate over who has the claim over it, and as Morrigan goes, well, there's better stuff in the back. I'm gonna... Oh yes, and also the ship has been struck by lightning, which zapped poor little Chop and. Apparently busted the stabilizers, and now the ship—it's such a—it's such a cool image—is dragging its keel through this maelstrom, and sparks you, are flying. You you see like it starts to just get like torn apart a little bit. It's just, it's really Ooh. really cool looking, but but it also does just like accelerate, just like the you have to get out of here like quickly. We are on the clock now. I love the music. It's got this pulse pounding like mounting tempo. Ooh. Like hearing some familiar. I don't remember what it's from, but just I, I I was picking up on just some familiar uh, stuff from the original trilogy. I was like I was like okay, like that's something like a John Williams like uh, uh, ah, right. m- motif that I'm hearing there. And I was like yeah, okay, cool, cool. I love it, love just like just good use of just like we're gonna write our own stuff. We're gonna like I didn't comment on it last time that we played Hair's Light motif, but Hair's Light motif is very 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 similar to Leia's because they do serve like very similar roles. Oh right, I yeah. mean like because because Leia's is. Like I think Hera uses, uses the same notes and like the same kind of style, but it's in a slightly different. Um... Hey, why don't you just play it? Yeah, I, I didn't mention that. I didn't mention that like a couple weeks ago, and so I just wanted to just just I, I had to just just it came to my mind, and I wanted to continue that. But it, no, it makes a lot of it makes a lot of sense because they like they're both leaders, mm-hmm. right? They're both uh, leaders and symbol and, of hope and 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 yes. very confident, capable women who like very very like quickly to their introduction just show that like they're not there to be just eye candy yeah. i guess i don't know this it, that, that that started just like <laughs> I, fall away from me a little bit but like i no i get it i sort of feel bad for whatever person saw the original poster for star wars in 1977 where where leia is a is a, is a rescuable waif at the feet of this 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 heroic surprisingly broad-chested image of of, of mark hamill and then actually saw star wars and then as soon as the princess is rescued, she grabs a gun and takes charge. And now we're following her. And we're wait, that's not what I was promised. Yeah, bitch, get up. Get aboard. <laughs> it's a different kind of horse, this. We do see something pretty familiar to me because they, they rescue Zeb and Morgan. They get they get them out of it. Ezra lords it over Zeb. Oh, 
absolutely yeah. just, just, just really just taunting him. And, and as they're leaving, like, AP5 is just like, Oh, I'm afraid I may have overlooked that in my planning. Overlooked what? The sentry droids the Empire utilizes on its cargo ships. It must have reactivated when power was restored. I advise you not to engage the droid. The consequences could be problematic. And we finally see it. And yeah, just just with with what you know of Star Wars, do you have any guess on like what yeah. this would have been? Okay, so I recognized in the face the dark troopers that we've that we saw in Mandalorian, and I'd also seen little bits of that in one of the video games in in, in the nineties. I don't remember exactly what, but for the listeners dark at home, forces. dark forces. Yep, Greg is wobbling back and forth. He's got his he's got his little hands that he's sort of clapping together excitedly because he's about to say something that he's been waiting to say for a while. Tell me, Greg. Yes. So this. So so. I mean, I'm going to read my notes verbatim here. Obviously, yes. clearly, beautifully, perfectly based off of the Dark Trooper. It's it's yes. Like, so, so they were originally going to be doing the probe droid, and then they they're just like it's hard to just feel too just kind of too like just boring and like well trod, and they're just like like it's like we we we've seen it before. We like we want like as much as we love it. It's like we want to do something. New that feels a bit more like a, an escalation and and just like it feels like a, a, a yeah and so, so they they pulled the dark trooper design out and I think this would be the phase two dark trooper is more what this would be based off of which was the robot one before it became a suit of armor. I know way too much about Dark Forces. I play that game so many times. I love it so much. But um, <laughs> wait, is that is that the order? Because then it became a robot one again by the time it was under the command of. Gideon. Oh, Gideon. Thank you. So, okay. So, so like, so yeah. So, the, the like, originally it was. I'm gonna get Bothans for this. I already See, know. I'm get Greg get talking about legends. I know. Well, it's it's a very narrow window of legends where it's like the stuff that I know super well. It is so ingrained in me that I know it more than I know like <laughs> my own name, kind of a thing. <laughs> yes. So, so so like I mean it's it's so great to see. So there, so it it was also a thing where like I completely forgot that this design was in here until like a couple months ago, and I was like, I forgot about this design. How did I forget it's... about this design? That's just basically like the dark trooper. Because yes. So was the was the dark trooper always? It's very spindly. Like it's got crazy broad shoulders, but incredibly thin limbs. You see three different versions of the Dark Trooper in Dark Forces. In, 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 in Dark Forces, this is this is what I remember like most well. The the very first time that you see one is it, it's basically I mean it's it's very Terminator like where it's just like this mm -hmm. like metal skeleton with like like it, it's like a shield and like a sword arm. And I just remember seeing it as a little kid and just being terrified of it because also like on this like red planet and it's. It's very, very terrifying. And and then I found out recently watching a speed run that you can actually just like plant mines all around it and just it clips the damage clips through the geometry and it's great. I love it. I love it. Um which is <laughs> nerd. Speedrunning speedrunning all games is cool. The next time you see it, it's beefier. It's a little bit more like this, where it's like it's very like kind of wide shouldered. I, I and I believe and like that's that's one where we're like I believe that was still a, a robotic version, and then the third one is like the big, beefy heck and chonker that you fight a lot of in like the last like two levels. Like it's I think the last level you fight like eight of them, and they're uh, fun to kill because also like jetpack around, and and so like 
Yeah, so okay, I, in I've, my memory, I've got back my teeth boiled. Uh, I'm sorry. Still talking about... Look, look, look you you what? asked no, about just... this, Stephen. You even asked about this. Don't like. I know. I wanted to go and make a cup of tea, and I knew that this would buy me about fifteen minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> Greg, no. So yeah, it just it just makes I... you happy to see. It. it just makes you happy to see. It. I know they 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 had a robotic That's version and a really and a really awesome suit of armor version, and and also just as another little thing, just as a quick little on, on their their hands, they do actually have like the muzzle of a, a stormtrooper blaster is just like uh, as part uh, of their hands. So, so like, that's just like what they're firing with is just like, maybe we can just like slice that model off and just stick it on there. And yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's kit bashing, but for, but in 3d. Yeah, that works. And a proud tradition. I, I really like that Zeb heeds AP five's advice and orders everyone to hide, let it pass by. Even when it's coming closer to them, like that's his primary intention. And like, this is another call that's dangerous, it's risky. This would have been the right one. Except, as Morrigan <laughs> it's sort of, I don't know, frothing with like fear and excitement. He <laughs> until he grabs Zeb's gun and yells my, my favorite catchphrase of any hero ever. Here I go! <laughs> and jumps out, blind fires. I love As Morgan in this. Just the the courage. Here I go. He's just screaming and firing and and <laughs> look looking at this. Like my one thing that I that I kept thinking on was just like Ezra. You know, you could have like a strap to like keep your gun kind of a little more in there. That probably would have like stopped some of this from happening. Maybe like, yes. But oh well. Apparently, apparently, no, not such a, not such a big deal. As Morgan is so proud that in his blind firing, it looked right at me, and I blasted it. Me? Did you see me? I'm a hero. <laughs> and then AP five just over the comments, just like, oh, that was a terrible thing. What have you done? Because that reactivates the others. Wait, where are they? And they step out, they're all in the hallway already. It's like a, oh, what am I thinking? It was like a Tex Avery cartoon. Oh, and the one he shot gets back up again. Yeah, gets back up right in their face. And that's where, just where, where you just were like, I just had to mute myself. So I didn't just deaf and cocky, just screaming, just, just yeah. screaming, 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 <laughs> screaming, screaming in excitement. There's a cool push-pull shot on uh, on Ezra's yes, face. Yes, yes, th that's the thing that, yes, I, I, I was going to write something down and I completely forgot what it was. It's the yes. Jaws thing. It's the pushing in while you dolly, yeah, it, it's zooming in while you dolly out, I think is like what the move is. So, so like you're like the, yes, love it so yes. much. I saw it. And Character I, stays I, the same size, but the background grows or shrinks. So good. So fantastic. Yeah. And another fantastic moment because they're running for the door and... <laughs> They close the door. <laughs> Seal the door. The door shuts. And it's still got the oval opening. <laughs> which, which, like they, so, so like they, that was something that, that they were talking about in the story group. It's like, okay, like Ezra cuts this hole in, and it's like we have this like f funny moment, and then they were talking about it later. And it's like, oh, well, like, oh, like we have to seal the door. <laughs> hey, wait a second. <laughs> yes. And, and especially because like you, you already like adjusted that model it's like well 
<laughs> it's like I said, if it had just been like cutting through the door and opening it at the same time, that would have been a great gag. And having it back to bite them in the ass is so it's, good. It's it's all it's it's. I mean, you think like the first one's a gag, and then you have like the it's just a setup for like yes. an even better one. Yeah, beautifully beautifully done comedy here. I love this. Oh, so Fantastic physical comedy. They have to run away from these unstoppable Terminators coming clanking after them. They taking cover behind well some red barrels while Hondo and Asmorgan each like grab a treasure crate. Oh no no no! There's only the one treasure crate, and Hondo rides that up to the ghosts while Asmorgan rides some bombs, yelling at each other like I'm winning. No, it's not a race. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 at some point before you you and at some point during all of this, I was just like, hey, where's Melch? Ah, I don't know. It's not it's not important. He must have fallen to his doom. Oh no, I will spend his portion well. Like at this point, do you not think that he killed him? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's too dark, but as or, casually as he talks about, oh no, he's probably dead. Or just, or, or just like, like has him like tied up somewhere. It's like, no, hmm. you're not going to get in the way of, of, of any of this. And this, this is also after Ezra has like kind of seen where Honda's priorities are when when it's when it's when it's crunch time, which is it's not on like everyone else, it's not on figuring out where As Morgan is. It's just like it's on the treasure. Because but isn't As Morgan your friend? Uh, 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 my partner. Uh, that means occasional business acquaintance. And and Ezra just kind of like walks off and he's he's sulking. He's not happy about it, and rightly so. Yep. It also means more treasure for you if he doesn't make it back, right? Well, I never thought of it that way, but uh, you'll never disappoint me, Ezra. Yeah, wish I could say the same. Because he is. Oh, which yeah, is, I mean, just like that that that, like that performance said. is it's it it you do have like that 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 hurt that pain and just like. It, being disappointed in someone like that's a that is a miserable feeling. So like I I I feel for Ezra there. It's just yeah, like this a pirate with a heart of gold still has to have a heart, and Hondo shows where yeah yeah it's I mean, all gold, no heart as far as he's concerned. I mean the the last time that we saw uh, Tim Curry long giant silver, he was desperately trying to barrel out water from his overladen uh, lifeboat. <laughs> yes. Upstage, lads! This is my only number! <laughs> uh, I will never not take the chance to, re to reference that. <laughs> Thank so, you! So, so Every time you make me think of it, it's just so, <laughs> so joyous. Sing it, lads! Show him you've been practicing! <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so with 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 as Morgan and and Hondo on the ghost chopper just kind of uh, bolts off. It's like, what do you mean every man for themselves? You're a Troy. I have to run out of fuel. Hey, fuck you, Ezra. <laughs> you, yeah, I'm watching you. <laughs> You have made an enemy today. Okay, fine, but, fine. But, but Zeb gets to a crate. Ezra sets it, Ezra sets it in motion. Uh, just, and they, this is okay. I love, I this. love this sequence. I love this. Yes, yes. because he, he tells Zeb, "Go, I'm right behind you." And Zeb goes. Mm -hmm. Right? He trusts Ezra. He knows that uh, 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 he wants Ezra to be safe. 
but Ezra's got this. Ezra jumps after him. The droids walk up to the, the edge of the ramp, taking pot shots at the escaping booze, and then very wisely turn their attention to the winch instead, blasting that until the cable falls. Everybody falls. Uh, Zeb and Ezra are, are, are falling. Zeb, with his feet and hands and all various other claws that he's got, grab onto the cable, grabs onto Ezra. Ezra clambers onto his, onto his back, covers him with his lightsaber like... This is how friends it's, take care of each other. It is a fantastic, fantastic moment, but I do have to wonder about Lasat physiology because grabbing onto that rope after falling that amount, like your arm would get just get pulled right out of its socket, and you oh yeah, like like I I know this is this is a trope. I get it, I get it, I get it. But it's always the thing I just think of of just like updraft and your arm is gone now, and you've just fallen to your doom. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I I know, I know, I'm. Like even the idea of holding on to a ledge with one hand and and holding on to a whole ass person with with the other. I mean, Mythbusters even d- just did like hang on to the ledge with your fingertips, and I think it was like unless you're like a professional climber, it's like you've got maybe maybe ninety seconds, and that is a big 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 maybe there. Right, climbers train for ages to be able to do that, and then you have like. Well, two whole people's worth of weight hanging off of one <laughs> wrist. But hey, Zeb's tough. And there's also cartoon physics. We see everybody falling oh, yeah. like multiple oh, yeah. floors. I, so I, all of that combined. I poke fun at the trope, not at this. Like, I, I know it's a trope. I'm not. I'm, uh, I'm. But what I love about this is, like, they've got each other's back and they never mention it. It doesn't occur to them. That sort of makes up for their antagonism earlier. No, this is, this is well, the absolute baseline. Well, I mean, because because I mean that that was something that they, that they got out out of the way really quickly with fight or flight was like the mm-hmm. oh I saved your life I totally like going to like lure this over you forever because I'm fourteen and that's just what I do it's like Ezra stop yeah please. Ezra please no no this is just what we do and you don't even mention it you don't have to thank each other for it yeah I mean because that's that's what friends do it, I it, love it. it it's also it's also just just at what point is it just like it becomes more work than it's worth just like oh I'm gonna like keep track of all this stuff it's like man I don't care <laughs> like it just doesn't it just like <laughs> yeah it's like you like cover dinner like I want to I want to get this for you it's like I don't even remember that sure why no I don't care like it doesn't matter, like... No, hold on. Yeah. That that shows that they remember. That's how they show they care. Right? That's that's an opportunity for... Oh, I for, for... feel like a bad friend. <laughs> well... <laughs> for undermining you... just... No, I, I, I didn't like... say it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the whole ghost crew is in on it. Because while Ezra and Zeb are still climbing up that cable... The cable is still dragging the ghost down after the sinking hulk of uh, uh, this this class four transport. And finally, when they're aboard, they're able to detach the cable and the ghost can fly off. Well, Cannon comes running. He, he he slashes it down. They they yes, take yes. off and they, you know, we're we leave the maelstrom and we're back to another flying information with Hondo's the, shuttle. Yep. Where Hondo finally gets to open his treasure with uh, with As Morrigan. Fifty percent of whatever's in there is mine. <laughs> which open it up. <laughs> which I do just want to point out here because technically, technically, Melch did agree to, with Hondo that he gets two percent of whatever treasure they have. So Melch has a two percent controlling <laughs> interest in his in own body because, because Melch just, in the box. 
<laughs> and it's just he's, he's got just such a shit-eating grin on his face and just like haha you thought you could get away with it again didn't you fucker because <laughs> <laughs> he is a little bit of a simpleton I mean he did a shake Hondo's hand after a promise of getting his stake upped from one to two percent so they do a little I, bit deserve one I mean, another I mean the way that percentages work it is double it is double <laughs> what he was getting before You've heard of Elf on a Shelf. Have you tried Ugnate in a crate? No, it doesn't quite work, but <laughs> even even as Morrigan, ah, ah, 50% of him is mine. I own him. For... He's just really into owning people. So, I mean, okay, ha, okay. Ha, ha. My, How my, funny. My, my, my question there is, is that then like, does as Morrigan have controlling interest because Hondo gave up? two percent of his share to mm. Melch. So like so <laughs> Yes, okay. Treating Melch just as like a shares of a company, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe that, that entitles you to some toenail clippings. I don't know what the what the they grow back. Spare tusks. Yeah. And, and Ezra wants them off her ship as fast as possible. I look forward to you continuing this conversation on Hera. your ship. Hera. Yes, sorry, I meant I meant Hera. I just got excited. It's like that in in Serenity, the flashback to the classroom where River is in, and then the teacher like silences everyone with a with a phrase in Chinese, and then she's which apparently translates to "We will enjoy your silence now." <laughs> Beautiful. I love hearing like like just other phrases in 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 phrases in other languages that I wish that I could have. My favorite still is I don't remember the German word for it, but it's it's not klugscheiser as much as I love klugscheiser. Klugscheiser, yeah. It's a face in desperate need of a fist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. It's it's one of my favorites. And and we close with Zeb just saying, I kind of feel bad for for Melich. And Ezra's like. Nah, he'll be fine. And like this, this is like a different Ezra, like than than here. But he still does have like some fondness for Hondo, and just like the the. Yes, but he he has a more balanced evaluation. Yeah, he he understands. He's not going to depend on on Hondo, and he knows that Hondo's never going to have his back. Yeah, but but I mean, like, it, I mean, it is just like the just. I mean, he he's he's helpful. He's been helpful, and like he he will be helpful again. But it's just a matter of like tempering that helpfulness and how. And it's like, okay, that's a good idea, but I'm gonna only listen to like a very narrow little part of it, and we're gonna like, yeah, we're exactly. gonna like if we're gonna go bowling with you, Hondo, we're gonna put up the rails around you, and we're gonna make sure you don't try and like <laughs> bowl down the length of other people trying to bowl, like. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird metaphor, but okay. I, I, I don't even know where that went. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, he's doing a sports thing. Oh, gosh, I wonder where it's going. Metaphors are hard. They are, right? Uh, but as, as Hondo says, friendship is the greatest treasure. <laughs> you mean that? Mostly. <laughs> uh, this such such a fun one it's it's a it's a stupid silly one and you like when you get these like really just just silly ones like i feel like you just enjoy them like like or, i mean like yes really, it's like you're I supposed enjoy to savor them, them. Like, yeah it, i mean especially when it's like oh everything's dark and dreary and depressing because this is like 
about war. Like this is like about just right, like the, yes. the, like tyranny and 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 all this the the, the seriousness that the rebels has has shown so far. This and it's nice. also about I mean, there's people living their lives. Like Hondo mm-hmm. is in the in the middle of all this. He doesn't really care about all those big stakes. He's he's Hondo gonna Hondo. Uh, and I mean, I guess maybe he enjoys the the adventurous life a bit. <laughs> there was an exchange earlier on where when he finally admits that, oh yes, we did we did sort of attack it after they just dis- discovered Melch. Zeb goes, you attacked an Imperial transport? And Ezra chides Zeb with, hey, we do it all the time. And Hondo goes, yes, of course, really? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this, okay, so, so you mentioned what your tie-in was going to be before. Are you going to stick with whatever nonsense <sighs> what that I... was? Or have you already forgotten like I've already forgotten? <laughs> No, actually, like I, I remember, and as much as I want to use my tie in to, to 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 bring some madness and levity into the world, in this case, I think it is necessary to use it to protect the rest of the Hondettes. I want, <laughs> yeah. I I can't tolerate the the sort of cannibalistic horror that you summoned into 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 existence. So no, it's going to have to be the continuing adventures of the of the Hondettes, where this this whole thing is part of a scam that they're running on Hondo. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they have learned from the best. <laughs> that is that is better than what what I was thinking. Because what I was what, what was kind of going through my, my head was I know I don't know if it's better. It's, it's different than what I was thinking because what what I was picturing was was basically just that they that the rest of the Hondas just broke off from Melch to form a, a supergroup without oh just uh, without Hondo. <laughs> They, they were just, they were just they, they, were, they were tired of being in the back seats. They were just like, we're going to start our own band. Yeah. Oh yeah, they'd make great. They'd make a great band. Because it's like it's like a, the Muppets band, the uh, Doctor Teeth's Electric Light, whatever electric mayhem, mayhem. Yeah, Electric Mayhem. Except they're all animal. See, see, <laughs> I went the other route with it because I, I guess I was thinking of like Destiny's Child, the fact that like Beyonce broke off and everything. But for for, reason, for, 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 for whatever reason, for whatever reason, where my brain went, where my brain went, was just like, was like, now I just want to see just like the 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 Hondas doing the single ladies like dance. And- yes, <laughs> all the single agnats, all the single agnats, all the single. Agnats. <laughs> now put your tusks out. Yes. Uh, that may be the stupidest thing I've done. Okay, okay, and I've done some stupid stuff in this podcast before. <laughs> Love you for it, buddy. Man, there were some great lines in here, too. We don't really have a segment for, for great lines, but this episode was just so full of them. I, I feel it. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that, like, that's just all the clips that I've played are just great lines. I'm pretty right. sure that's all that I've done. He's fine. Don't worry. All right. Now I'm worried. Oh, yes. My favorite. My favorite, which was just in the background. Oh, no, it's not my favorite because that was here I go. But the second favorite was... <laughs> Stop kissing my treasure! <laughs> <laughs> and AP5, so I may have overlooked that. Like, whoa! Oh. And what about you? If you go to the wardrobe department, how are you going to, like, are you going to wear some sort of Zentai with the extremely spindly dark trooper? Because it's going to be the sentry droid, right? I mean, duh. I mean, <laughs> I you 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 can't okay, say okay, that you want okay. to do melch. I no, don't no, believe no, no, you. No, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. 
it 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 has to send you joy because yes. I, because like again the second that I saw the dark trooper come on screen I just was jumping up and down in my house screaming 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 terrified my cat who was just had no idea what the hell I was doing it's just like what is <laughs> yeah. this human doing I don't understand so it it, it it has to be that and I I do have to admit I like this design a little better because it is the more like dark gray that I remember very clearly from the from from the game as opposed to the the Mandalorian where it's like all black and how I think I would actually do it is I actually may try and do what Dr. Sci-Fi on Instagram and Twitter who's a fantastic uh, maker did which is what he did with k2so and just make like a giant puppet version of the sentry droid oh right which is very complicated and so far beyond my skill level but at the same time it's like but it'd be really cool to have just just like walking around with like an eight foot tall (laughs) like thing and just like do it i'm thinking about the one that you showed me which was uh general grievous Mm mm-hmm Right where I think the 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 shins were the person's own shins, but then the legs. Do you know what I mean? I mean, he was yeah, he was yeah. mostly like in a black zentai hidden under the under the cloak. And you could sort of do that because he's got the 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 sentry door has such broad shoulders. Mm-hmm. You could sit in between that with your arms operating the interior of of his arms. Yeah, and 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 as far as, far as uh, how they did that, well, I mean, even just like a black suit and, and a black black suit attaching stuff to it wouldn't be too. But yeah, I mean, I mean. It, you know, there's only so so much like like stuff I can do with actually still having like a human body because I need to still exist. <laughs> uh, but, but one day you'll get over that. I believe in you. But they did actually like this like a neat little like behind the scenes animation thing because they're very similar proportion wise. They just took the dark trooper model and just kind of put it onto the Kalani walk cycle and everything, and just had to just do a little bit of adjustment. Oh, like, right. Just like an easy way to just kind of like hey. They're very similarly proportioned. We can just kind of like save on like animation stuff by having by just kind of like making yeah. that shortcut. I love it. I, lo- I just I love hearing those like uh, shortcuts and just ways. Just like hey, work smarter, not harder. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it work. Animation for you. is very expensive. <laughs> yes, it's a lot of work too. And gosh, they do an amazing job. Love this so so much. Me too. Tune into our next episode, an inside man. In which Kanan and Ezra infiltrate an Imperial factory. Ooh, it's another infiltration one. I love those. You can find us at rebelair.com or rebelairpod on Twitter and Instagram. That's air with an H, and you can send us uh, bothering reports, little corrections on little boo-boos, just in case he said anything wrong about the Dark Troopers or any of that material. <laughs> no, 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 you already absolved yourself. For the next 24 hours at bit.ly slash report. I'm Kaki. I'm Greg. We have something that the Empire does not have. We are desperate. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>